It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 15. Pull up a chair and join us. Uh, I want to remind everyone who's listening, we try to stay spoiler-free with our shows, and that includes this one. So unless a show is labeled spoiler, 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 spoilers, we're going to try as hard as we can to... I mean, there might be tiny minor spoilers, but we're not going to spoil anything huge for you. So I think you're safe... And we'll edit them out if they're bad. But I think you're safe to listen to the show. Even if you haven't made it all the way through Heavensward. And I know everyone here with me today has not. And speaking of who's here with me today, Rubicon couldn't make it. But we have uh, shanghai two guests. Uh, With us we have Frey and Radiant, both from our free company. And uh, I think we'll introduce you guys. I'm going to start with Frey. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am a player on the Excalibur server. I used to, I actually worked with Yelta and Ruby on a previous podcast. Um, it's been a while though. Yeah. And I was also their, uh, bard, uh, their, uh, actually correction, their mana tank on their uh, coils. <laughs> Sing me the <laughs> Gotta song. Gotta keep the battery going. <laughs> yeah, basically. Very cool. How about you, Radiant? Uh, I am Radiant, also from the Excalibur server, um, also part of Yelta, Kariri, Coil Static of Awesomeness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's the chief bosser arounder of our people he's in kinda, Static. He's, he's kind of really the strategy guy. He's super, super <laughs> strategy guy, yeah. So, well, thank you both for being here with us tonight. No problem. All right, on the menu tonight... This is an impressions show, guys. We're going to talk about our impressions of the game. And there is also a tiny bit of news for those of us who bothered to keep up and haven't been completely absorbed in Heaven's Word. (laughs) But first, uh, let's shoot the shit. I'm going to start with Frey. What has been going on this week? Uh, Oh, God. Holy crap. This has been a lot of Heaven's Word. Word. I can never pronounce this title correctly. <laughs> uh, I almost want to call it by its Japanese name, but uh, I've been play- mostly playing Astrologian, taking it from level 30 all the way up to, I'm currently 57, and still running around Ishgard. Um, it's been a bit of a trip because it's a relearning of how healers operate in this game, and how Astrologians operate, which is an interesting little uh, uh, treat, because they're kind of a mix between White Mage and Scholar. Very cool. Uh, how about you, Radiant? What have you been doing? I have took a few days off from work, and I've been leveling Machinist. I got it up to 60, and I've started kind of gearing it out with Tombstones of Law gear. Um, it's pretty much just been nonstop Heaven Sword since it came out. No time for anything else. Did you, did you clear the whole main scenario and do the additional I, dungeons? I have finished the main scenario, did the dungeons. They were great. Um... <laughs> Not too much other than that. It's just been nonstop machinist. All the machinist all the time. I see you keep linking new guns. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> I gotta get that glamour, you know. <laughs> it's the real end game. About you, Kariri? I didn't play. No, I'm kidding. Of course I played. I played like a crazy person. Um, I took off Friday and Monday of early access. And I finished the main storyline quest. And I got my paladin to 60. Played a little with Dark. Um been working a little tiny bit on my botanist and my fisher and my miner i wanted to try all the new things in the new zone and i got a couple levels on my bard i think i'm going to take that up next but yeah it's been all heaven's word all the time non-stop 
How about you, sis? I I took off. I'm the biggest loser. I took the entire week off plus <laughs> month, the previous Friday and the following Monday. So it's been all heaven's word all the time. Uh, my husband also took the week off. So we leveled. I leveled my black mage from 50 to 60, finished the main storyline in the extra dungeons. I leveled my white mage to 55, my botanist to 60. <laughs> I've been kind of busy. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, as a, not, we don't have a guest that's the free company, but we're pretty proud our free company launched its first airship just today. And what is it named? I can't remember. Somebody else named it the oh. Matronly Bosom. Was oh, it, it? Was that what you chose? I, I thought you were going to do I Matron's think Embrace. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. Matronly Embrace. I don't you remember. Somebody the else. Matron- Matron's Embrace yeah. in line chat. So, yeah. Somebody else suggested it, so it got named that. That's I fantastic. didn't do it. <laughs> We've got first round is news. We do have some a letter from the producer. LX. What is LX, guys? I can't uh, remember. Is that 60? <laughs> I don't know. It's 40 millionth. 40 millionth? <laughs> I don't know. I am super bad at Roman numerals. Uh, it is. This was just a letter on the forum. It's from Yoshi P, and he talks a bit about Heaven's Word, I guess. Um... They talk about expansions because a lot of people who are playing in Heaven's Word haven't or haven't or played Final Fantasy fourteen haven't actually ever played an MMO before. So I know I actually have actually talked online with some people who are confused. Why do you have to buy something? I mean, they're barely getting that. Oh, I have to pay a subscription to play a game, and now they're like, I have to buy more of the game. But uh, he's kind of talks about why this is an expansion and not one of our point patches because our point patches have been huge. Yeah, we're pretty lucky in that sense i mean they they give out in our little patches what a lot of things put out as you know expansions so we're we're pretty spoiled on that front talks about how the maps are you know like up to twice as big as previous ones a lot of the you know systems have been revamped the level cap has been uh, you know all the stuff we know about heaven's ward it does talk about how it needs a separate purchase my favorite thing from the whole little letter though you should go read it but uh, they, they have a picture, and I'm looking at this picture, and I'm like, what? That doesn't look <laughs> quite right, because I was skimming. And I'm like, oh, that's a picture of 1.0. It is it's the, the gates of judgment <laughs> and the city in the background. And we, like we've talked before, we always thought, oh, in 1.0, we're like, oh, you know, in three months, they'll open it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they talked about how it's finally here, but there's a lot more updates coming. So here's to another fantastic year of fun in Final Fantasy XIV. Woohoo! Woohoo! There is also a dev uh, developer's blog, two of them, uh, Stairway to Heavensward. They talked about how it was only yesterday they were at a festival in Las Vegas, listening to all the cheers and excitement when they announced the expansion. And at long last, it's time to head to Ishgard. They're talking about over at the headquarters in Tokyo, they've arranged a special room to hand out sample copies of the expansion to staff so they can join in on the fun. Boy, they have just this huge pile of <laughs> Heaven's Word discs. Looks like there's that PS4 version there. Mm-hmm. It is a mountain of games. Oh, and they have what I want the most now, both those Carby Minion plushies. Need some Carby plushies for sure. Need some Carby plushies. And then they put the whole countdown of those uh, art, the art countdown. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see them all in one place because I think I missed some of these when it was like every day. My favorite is the last picture on the post, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yoshipi even joined in and created an artwork that he was a little embarrassed to post on Twitter, but we'll put it in this blog as our little secret. I think this is the first time we've ever re- released an illustration from Yoshi P. It's there's a Moogle and a fat chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> and Kamate says, "Have fun with the new content and enjoy the main scenario." Oh, and in English it says, "Heaven's word, thank you for your support." Yay! There was one other. Carby's Squeak Squad was the other dev developer's blog. And it was all about the brand new plushies that I really have to have, but you can't order yet. Kamate says, greetings, everyone. Taking a quick breather from the excitement of Heavensward with her two pals, Topaz and Emerald. So they show the in-game picture with the two Carbies. A tank that can summon Carbuncle Eegis? What's the sorcery? So it's not Eegis at all. It's minions, and they are adorable. The minions in game are adorable. Plushies are adorable. And they come with the in-game minion items too, correct? Yes. Right. Yep. yep. So cool. They said they'll be around 30 bucks a piece, I believe. That's what they, that's what they said, yep. Yep. But so, they're not available till Japan Expo in Paris. Oh, which was Paris and Comic-Con. Yeah, that should be available in their online store. So uh, when that goes up, uh, their store will probably go down again. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I'll, I'll be there. Oh, me too. For sure. Must have all the things. Did you guys pre-order your soundtrack? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah that was a weird thing. Um, I don't know if you had that issue, Radiant, where they asked you to verify your order. Uh, I did not pre-order the soundtrack. Oh, you did not? No. Uh, yeah. I did, and it did ask me to okay. verify my order. Yeah, with the, like either cell phone or email or something, correct? Yeah, it just texted me and you enter. It's just like a dual authentication thing. Yeah, they must be uh, changing out the way their credit card systems work. That's all right. Anything that makes sure it's me spending the money and not some (laughs) stranger on the internet I'm weird with. You mean you don't want more copies of the soundtrack? Not not really. (laughs) I I need the one for me. So if you do pre-order it, keep an eye out on your email. They are going to contact you to do a verification. Other thing in news is the Japan Expo. They are pleased to announce it in France from July 2nd through 5th. They're going to be hosting a special battle challenge throughout the event that will feature some fabulous loot for the daring visitors. The battle challenge, oh, it's for, they are giving out I Beat Shiva shirts and uh, Ravana. How do you say it? Ravana. 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 So they have I Beat Ravana shirts. Awesome. Awesome. They're also going to have a discovery zone to try out in-game content by creating a character and exploring the game, sir. I'm sorry, the gold saucer. And they have people on standby to teach the ropes. And let's see what else. Uh, You can win a t-shirt or a lanyard by taking part in in those activities. And then also visit the products booth and you'll receive a 12% discount. Wish I could. Yeah, I'm going to fly to Paris, guys. <laughs> Just for the discount. Just for the right? discount. <laughs> There's also going to be a signing session. So if you're in Paris that day, he's also going to be on uh, Yoshi. P's also going to be on the main stage on July 4th at 14:15 local time. Wow. I'm not used to things being on the 15 minute mark. All right. That's it for news, news and dev blog. So let's go right into our impressions. Who, who was there 
Oh, first of all, did you guys download everything fine? Or did you start with a disk? Last time we all had early access. I'm assuming you all downloaded. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that all went fine for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like flawless <laughs> for me. Uh, some people some people for the Windows version had a 8 gig download. Some people had two 4 gig downloads. I'm not sure how that worked. Uh, yeah, I, I, I only had one. Did you have two? Uh, no, I had one, but uh, one of our free company members had two 4 gig download pieces for some reason. I'm not sure if he had just gotten in a little too early or, or something else happened. So it mine downloaded, installed, launched patches. Mm-hmm. Everything was fine. Um, I know a couple of us anyway were on when the servers went up. I think you were the only one I know who got on immediately. I, yeah, I logged in right when the servers went up. I was the only person in any of my link shells. I was the only one in the free company. <laughs> I lasted about two minutes, <laughs> and then I got kicked out. Um, I, I my my whole goal was to go and purchase the uh, workshop, and I couldn't even make it into the house and do that. But uh, then I then I, I tried for like an hour and logged off. So do you guys have similar? Couldn't get in. I did the same thing. I tried for one full hour, and then I said screw it. Went back to bed for about three hours, <laughs> and then I got back up and I was able to get on almost immediately. So and I've not had any trouble getting on ever since then how about you guys i i i sat in that queue for like 90 minutes trying to get on and then once i finally did get on the game's been solid since then i've not really run into many issues outside of the occasional queue here or there yeah that's been my experience it's been like surprisingly stable i'm actually really impressed (laughs) i've only had one little hiccup that i noticed um well, I was in a dungeon. It was my second try at the dungeon. The first time we failed miserably because we had a healer who didn't heal. But the second time through, I had Lina and, and we were all excited and we were on the last boss and we were almost done and the whole server crashed. And we logged back in 30 seconds later and none of us were in the instance anymore. <laughs> So we had to start at the beginning all over again. But uh, that seems to be few and far between as far as, you know, yeah. the was that, expansion Was goes. that before the maintenances started happening? That was, no, that was after, well, it was after the first maintenance, but before the second, I believe. I don't know which maintenance this was. They fixed an issue where if you got disconnected from a dungeon, uh, before you would automatically get kicked from the party if you were in a, in a Heavensward dungeon. So I don't know which pat- which uh, maintenance they fixed that in. Interesting. I didn't know about that. Yeah. So what was everybody's first impression? What was your going into all of this? What? How How were you feeling about it once you stepped into Ishgard <laughs> for the first time? So my so the very first thing I did was grab Astrologian, and actually, in truth, I didn't even use early access to start the story. I spent the entire time working on Astrologian, um, but. Overall, the story, it, it continually flows, no matter if it's a quest or storyline. It's actually pretty well, they have all the stuff tied together, so all the quests unlock as you enter certain areas or certain parts of the storyline, which is actually kind of nice. Um, I've also had the experience of playing both the DX, the DirectX 11 and the PlayStation 4 version, and I'm a bit spoiled now. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, uh, so the PS... 
4 version and the DX9 version for Windows is about the same. There might be some differences, some shadows and textures. Uh, the DX11 just kind of blows it out of the water. Um, the textures look a little, you know, everything looks a lot nicer. The, sh- the shadows are much softer. You have reflections everywhere. You have depth to the textures. All that's not in the PS4 version. <laughs> so it's <laughs> kind of hard going back, although I will have to use it when I do travel. That's cool. Um, I, I, I think everything they, they introduced you into the story and they, they get you going. The first thing they did was kind of split us up, not, not forcing us to, but they split us up by giving us like, you can quest in this zone or you can quest in that zone. And on top of that, they instance zones when they continue to instance zones that are, uh, highly populated which can be kind of a pain if you're trying to like do hunts or something and someone's like uh there's whatever popped here you have to there's a couple zones where there's no way to leave and come back and actually choose your zone most zones like the western corthus you can leave and come if you can walk back you can say i want to be put in you know instance two there's one zone at least i can't think which one it is that you can't i think that's sea of clouds yeah. Is it Steve? Well, there's that one, and then there's another one, because that's not the one I'm thinking Well, of. if you fly in the Corthus, uh, I don't think you can select it either. If you use Just the Chocobo. Yeah, no, you have to have flight unlocked to walk in. If you take your Chocobo in, I don't think you have selection. You have the option to select what instance you go into. Yeah, you have to manually go into the zone. You can't have anything take you there. But uh, I, I thought, though, the zones were pretty stable. Mm-hmm. I liked the way all of them looked. How did you guys think of like the story, or the you know what like the difficulty of the quests? Or I didn't have any trouble at all with. It. Well, there was one storyline quest that. Oh no, it wasn't even storyline. I think it was a. I don't remember if it was paladin or storyline, but I died too. But it was just because I was killing things in the wrong order, you know. Um, but otherwise. I didn't die in Heaven's Word, including in any of the dungeons until like level 58 or something. Um, It was bizarre. Um, I I thought, I mean, it was still, there was still, there was a little more danger in the zones when you're walking on foot trying to find your ethereal currents. Um, You know, if you get too many mobs on you while you're out questing or something, it is a little more dangerous, but I had enough people around that if I got into trouble, someone came over and helped. That's been one of my biggest experiences since heaven's word has been out. That's been really noticeable to me is people are stopping to help. If someone dies in a zone, someone walks by and picks them up. If someone has three mobs on them, someone goes over and helps them kill them. If, you know, if, um, you run into trouble, usually you can say, you know, hey, you know, I'm at 2317, come help. You know, there, there's, I was flying by and there was, um, I don't remember what the ranks are of the f- um, hunts, but they're the clan mark thingies. But uh, I was walking by one and they're like, hey, you know, we don't have a tank. You want to come tank this for us quick? I'm like, sure. So I ran over and tanked it for them quick. And, and yeah, they got their hunt mark. And um, it's just been I've had a super good experience with with the expansion so far with people being helpful. I haven't even run into too much crap in the um in the dungeons. You know, you get a lot of people wanting to speed run and skip cutscenes and you know, just being snotty to people their first run through and I've had a really good experience this time around so far. 
How did you guys think about like uh, the pacing of unlocking the ethereal currents? Because they are the air currents. Because very much somewhere explorable. Explore, that's a new word. Uh, you could explore and find what ten of them, and then five of them are quested in most zones. Yeah, from what I understood and, and what I can tell from the couples uh, that I think I've unlocked three so far, they really they you can't really fly in those zones until you've completed a good chunk of the 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 quests that are in the zone and explored a good deal of it by foot. So that that's actually kind of a nice thing. So you're not just you know get flight and I don't worry about all the sh- all the stuff on the ground. You actually have to get through through areas which can be quite dangerous depending on what level you're at. I think I've went through one zone where the I think I, get, I had to like sneak past some level fifty six creatures even though I'm like a level fifty two. And that's kind of a neat that's that's kind of a nice feeling because it kind of reminds me of you know how we used to sneak around a one in a way. To avoid getting ourselves killed because they will murder us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that you, level difference. You, you do have to run from some things too. You know, it's oh, yeah. like okay, if you're fighting one, you you think you can take it, you're all right. But then that second one comes up, it's like no, and you got to run for it. I I like that you have to do that once in a while. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even at sixty, I still don't feel really safe anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Machinist is not a great soloing class for that. <laughs> yeah, I um, I know I only died a couple times. One, I was like running along and I jumped out of sea clouds. I jumped down, didn't I, I heard the fight music start? Something had aggroed me and I died. So, uh, <laughs> but I'm like, ooh, there's my last air current. Go, and I was dead. <laughs> I have heard that like eight different times from people. That's the one thing is is because of all the height differences, people are jumping all the time and people keep forgetting or at the very last minute they get that aggro and just smash into the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty common right now. I've gotten murdered by, uh, I think I was hunting a um, a uh, aether current out in, um, in the Dravanian Highlands and I think I ran through a fate zone, like a fate that was going on, like just, you know, passing through it and not realizing this huge AOE attack is going to murder me in one shot. It was a, uh, I think it was a Tarask task force fate. It just, I didn't see it coming. And it's like, what the hell is that? It's like this huge circle and I'm dead. It's like, okay, what just hit me? <laughs> Anybody get the number on that garbage truck? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Now, we keep mentioning ethereal currents. What does everybody think of that system? I've heard some mixed reviews on whether it's breaking it up too much or it's too much work or if you should just have to do it in one zone or if they liked it. What do you guys think? I really like it. Um, They kind of force you to go through the zone, so you get to see every little nook and cranny before you can just trivialize and fly over everything. Mm -hmm. I, I love flying for the quests, but it was nice that I got to kind of experience the zones at a slower pace. Yeah, well, yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually liked that they locked a couple be- or five of them behind quests. Usually, the last one was locked behind. There, there became a pattern. Uh, you know, a, que- a few, a few quests to get them, and then the last one always seemed to be, "This is the last quest for you in this zone. Have the current." It, you know, usually it was like a storyline. Yeah, it's tied. Usually, I noticed it was tied to a dungeon of some sort. The very yeah, last was- one. Yeah, it was usually that dungeon or that storyline area. And that was, I really enjoyed that. I actually, after the first zone, after I figured out, okay, 
look for the guys with the quest markers that have the little, you know, current as a reward. After that very first zone, I went through, gathered all the 10 currents that you could reach on foot. And then I went through every quest until I could find which ones would give me the, the currents. And then I ran the dungeon before I did any other quests in the zone so I could fly for all the other quests. <laughs> it was, it, it was, it was much faster and much smoother that way. But I, I really liked it. I have heard complaints that, oh, it, you know, stopped me from moving forward. I'm like, but it's kind of the point. It's breaking up the monotony a little bit, you know, so you're not just fate, grind, fate, grind, fate, grind, or, you know, quest, 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 quest. It's okay. Now I got to go through and take a look at the zone and, you know, see where things are at and, and find the different camps. And, you know, it was, it was, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was a nice little break from quest, 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 quest. See, I never felt like it broke anything up. It was to me, cause I, I put the little doodad on my hot bar and as soon as I went into a new zone I was hitting that thing while I was questing I was hitting that thing while I was doing other you know other stuff you know doing tasks for you know fetch quests or whatever I mostly had them all found by by the time I hit uh you know the third or fourth quested one anyway I'd already found all the uh exploratory ones it wasn't a separate task for me yeah, in a lot of cases, those ethereal currents are actually located inside the areas that you're already doing your quests in. Now, there are a couple that may be outside of where you're you're, you're usually questing at the t- at the moment, but those aren't that hard to find. It's just a little bit of a challenge, depending on you know how how widely the level differences are between you and the mobs in that a- area. Don't forget to look up. Yeah, don't forget to look up. <laughs> oh yes, there's been a couple where I was like scratching my head, going, "I'm 20 yalms at the. T- I don't see this thing, and I don't realize there's an island above my head." That's exactly what I ran into in the first zone. There was one you get on the ground, and it is so close to one that is above your head that I didn't understand how the current reader thing worked. I thought it was telling me. I thought it was like broken or 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 there was some sort of bug because it was trying to tell me where the location was of the one i had just picked up i'm like i don't need to know the one i just picked up tell me where the next closest one is and finally by the end of it all i realized i was just being blonde and that no there's one right above your head it's not just blonde i had the same kind of issue i didn't think it was a bug but it i I took a a good long think and i'm like maybe i can't get all them yet in fact, I think I finally asked to, to confirm in a link shell, and I'm like, so in this zone, I'm not supposed to have them yet at this level, right? And someone was like, no, you can't get them. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, Sea of Clouds. Yeah, Sea of Clouds is the only one where that's really a thing. But, yeah, it it it, it can be... I don't know. It was, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very fluid. I thought it was exciting to me. Every time I got to fly in one of those zones, it was exciting to me. And I know that's a silly little thing, but, and, you know, I kept thinking we, you know, we so breezed over it in all of our other podcasts about, ooh, they added flying, big deal. But they seriously added flying and it's a big deal. You know, I know that's a silly thing, but, you know, being able to, it's even changed how, I mine and and how you do botanist because they put them far enough apart that it absolutely makes sense going from one node to the next to jump back on your flying mount and cruise over to the next area. 
you know, it really, it, it changes some things. And then, you know, the levels of each zone, the ground stuff versus the sky stuff and all the levels in between, they're, they're very fluid. And it's, 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 it's a lot of fun, I think. It's also nice that you had a lore explanation as to why flying really only works in Heavensward versus, uh, you know, the original game. It's nice to have that explanation because otherwise I'd be scratching my head going, why does this just work out in the normal areas? Yeah. I, I do I, teleport back to somewhere and I'm like, why can't I fly here? Yeah, I'm sure as heck going to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I went into, um, they send you, you know, back to some other zone. Oh, was it to um i had to go to horizon to go to which whatever stones it is over there and um i got there and i i zoned in on my flying mount and i went to take off and then i pouted all the way to the all the way to the roof <laughs> <laughs> it's like but uh, but i'm on my you know flying mount why can't i fly that's because there's no ether currents in old eorzea <laughs> exactly we need to get... They haven't developed that technology yet. <laughs> <laughs> now, what did you guys think of... Um, I think Yelta asked about it earlier, but we didn't really touch on it. The pacing between leveling and story quest and job quest and um, quests throughout the zone versus fates and how leveling that first job was for you guys. I... Uh... Started with Machinist, so I had a little bit longer trek than most people. Um, I spent the first day just grinding leaves and dungeons to get to 50. And then on Saturday, I, I started actually playing Heavensward. Um, but I really thought the pacing was nice. I didn't really run into any walls where I just couldn't gain any more experience. There was always something else I could do to get that little bit extra to get to the next level. I didn't really run into any problem. I've heard a lot of people complaining in Link Shells, oh god, now I can't do anything else till I'm 58. I never mm -hmm. ran into that. I I, I started uh, on Black Mage, so I was already 50. But I left a lot of, there's like like almost the entire zone of level 55 quests. I don't know what happened, but I did the ones for the currents. And then I did the other ones on White Mage when I was level 55 on her so, so i don't i think i maybe i never went fate grinding i would i think i ran a couple dungeons a couple times to help other people but i didn't really have to go spam anything trying to level up now those dungeons do give a first time bonus so you may be picking that up um and those are quite a lot of experience if i remember it's like somewhere around 50 60 000 experience for a first time bonus is that correct I don't remember. It was never a big I deal. I feel like it's higher than that. I, higher than that. I don't remember, but yeah, those dungeons give a lot of experience. They're definitely worth running. Yeah, especially if you're helping someone who's new to it, you'll get quite a you'll get quite a bit, and that may be why. Because actually, I I've actually burned all the quests that are in the zones I'm in, and there's only one time where I hit a hit a sort of a a, a sudden wall of you need to be level fifty six. And that wasn't so bad. I just did a couple. There were a couple of quests that opened up around as soon as I had finished the uh, story quest. That I ran into that wall. That a bunch of quests had shown up around me. It's like, oh, just finish these. I'll get the fifty-six pretty quickly. It wasn't so bad. Yeah, I ran into the quote-unquote wall um, twice. Uh, once was fifty-eight. I got to fifty-eight and a quarter and ran out of main storyline quests and quests in the zone. 
Um, that, but then I just went and ran one of the dungeon. Which one was it? Um, the vault. I went and ran the vault like eight times, and I was leveled. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal. And then fifty nine, I did every quest in the final zone, and um, went back to all the other zones and finished every quest in every zone. And I still had like a quarter of a level left there to get. Mm-hmm. So I went and ran again. You know dungeons until i hit 60 it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't really a wall it was a go do something else you scrub you know (laughs) (laughs) did did you guys do your hunts every day because those gave a lot of i did i did those and those gave a lot i I mean i haven't skipped one yet see i didn't do any hunts until Uh, i hit 60 i didn't do a single one um i usually try to avoid hunts but now when i realized when radiant thank you radiant pointed out to me um that's how you upgrade your gear It, once you get your I-170 pieces, you have to do hunts and use the hunt mark thingies to um, upgrade your gear to I-180. Then I'm like, okay, I suppose I should go do them. And that's when I started doing them. So I think I lost out on quite a bit of XP there. Yeah. Well, just so you know, the hunts that we're complaining about in previous episodes, that's not this kind so far. Yeah. There are the ANS ranks, but the four... There's four daily hunt bills and one weekly one. They're all normal mobs, yes. not associated with fates. Now, some of them also occur in fates, which can be nice if you run by that fate and those ice giants are up. But um, all of them are open world monsters, freely available to all. Yeah, and I felt like an idiot when I finally looked at the hunt or clan thingies, hunt marks, and realized that. Because I'd been skipping them out of sheer irritation for having to do, you know, because I don't, I, I don't. didn't like the original implementation of hunts, and they're not as bad now, but yeah, after I opened them and looked at them and started doing them, like, this is easy as heck, and I wish I'd been doing it all along, so it, it's, and I also already got an upgrade piece, you know, I only did the hunt thingies three days in a row, and, you know, did the weekly hunt mob, and boom, I have, I have an upgrade piece, it's, mm-hmm. it's not that big a deal. There's also the sightseeing yeah. logs as well that also give experience. Um, the uh, hunt things, it's the Centrino Mark Bills or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And they open up at level 53 is when you can first start doing those. Yes. And then they open like the level 2 at 56 or something. Yeah. And yeah, they open the level 3 a little later and then they open the, the weekly ones, I believe, at level 60. Yes. So, yeah, you, you have to go unlock them along the way. But, um, Frey, you're right. The, the uh, what are they called? The, the sightseeing, sightseeing log. Yeah. I've run into a bunch of those, like seven or eight of them, it, just out in the world. Just flying by, and you see that. Yes. You see that glint, and you make a beeline for it. <laughs> I love that. And it is, it is quite a bit of, you know, XP for just walking by or flying by. You know, it's a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of hunts and upgrade items, I'm. Is anybody else a little sad that so far that's the only place you can get that upgrade item? Because like, I still yes. don't love hunts. No, I'm still disgusted by that, and I'm against it in all ways, shapes, or forms. Um, I, I, it's like when it was. I know we don't have our end game content yet. We don't have end game yet, so this is the only way to get them. However, when they release Alexander, I'm assuming that these are going to drop from the dungeons wouldn't you make say that's a safe assumption well except for lore wise it's the the upgrade items are the domi what's the new what's that domen domen which has nothing to do with 
Alexander, yeah. I wouldn't That's think. That's true. And Which bothers well, me. I, I think know. there's a whole other there's a, a whole other set of gear path. You know, it's, it's like there's another oh, yes. tome right after this. And that's kind of another yeah. tier, and it will have its own upgrade item. That might come from Alexander, not necessarily this first tier. That's a good that's point. true. That's true. Because there's there's going to be eso is it esoterics, and then we're gonna have Alexander whatever comes out soon mode. Yeah. And then there'll be a whole another set of gear after that. So Yeah, and that's gonna I, be yeah. that's gonna be our AF equivalent of our AF two this time. The, the gear we have now, it's more like a new dark light, you know? It, oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> There's going to be at least one more, probably two more steps after this before we even see Alexander gear is going to be my guess. Well, we still haven't gotten our, what is it, um, like AF2 or whatever we're supposed to be getting, have we? No. I think that's going to be the esoteric gear. Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because they already said that the Alexander gear, normal and savage, are really the same set, just with diable. And better stats, I assume. <laughs> well, but then I'm also forgetting, because uh, I haven't done it yet, the Bismarck points mm-hmm. gets gear and weapons, and the other primal... Ravana. 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 <laughs> it's, it's blanking me out. That also has gear. You know, the Bismarck stuff is a, a lower eye level than the upgraded law gear. So there's actually, like, already... Level 60 gear, there's already one, two, three, four. Really, there's four levels of level 60 gear. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're giving us some options considering, you know, how much content is in this expansion. It's kind of nice. And in two months, we won't care about this gear we have today anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, unless you in like the look of it. <laughs> three weeks, we won't three care. Three weeks, we yeah. won't care. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what else? What else? Uh, has anybody, Kiri's done some gathering. Have you, have you tried the collectible system yet? I have not hit the collectible system yet. I'm not even 51 yet. Oh, okay. So I'm, yeah, I'm just, I just barely started it out the last couple of days and just a little bit while I'm between doing other things. But, um, I, I did go catch some new fish. That was fun. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And I, I was worried because all of my, well, my crafters and, like a couple of my gatherers, like my fishermen, I didn't have it all um, covered in materia. I didn't have it melded. I didn't have, it was just to get it to 50 for the expansion. So I was really worried that going from 50 to 51 would be really, really difficult for me. Cause like even on my crafters, I haven't leveled anything or I don't have all that material. I don't have all those three-star and four-star books and shit, you know? So I, I was feeling unprepared. But yeah, I'm able to do any of that, you know? It, it's 50 to 51 is just like going 49 to 50. It's, you don't need all the extra in-between stuff from the last section of the game. And just so you know, you have really good, I don't remember if it's at 52. I don't remember, I have to look it up. There's like NPC buyable cheap gear that's better than my fully melded outfits so yeah that happened really really fast (laughs) well it happened super fast for well maybe it's the same i don't know my gatherer went up so fast that i oh there's the thunderstorm guys so if i disappear (laughs) (laughs) um well that was the other thing i was gonna talk about is how quickly we replaced our like i had my relic all done to the end 
replaced it with a gray item. But it wasn't until I was like level 58. So I really thought I really felt like I got to use my super shiny, awesome weapon for quite a bit of the content in Heaven's War before I replaced it with, you know, quest rewards. It wasn't like WoW where I walked into the new zone and the first quest was like, hello, all your hard work doesn't mean anything. Yeah, there were a couple levels in before you had to start replacing stuff. Um, I, I think my first replacement on my pally was at 54. So th that wasn't too terrible. Um, I, I will I didn't, you know, I thought it was really nice that they kept, as part of the storyline, giving you gear to keep your, your character the correct level, you know, or eye level at least, all the way up. But... I didn't get a ring. Did did you guys get like rings for your jobs? I was I was wondering the, if I missed something somewhere. The the right side stuff was a lot more infrequent and it was usually more combined. You know, early on, I you'd have like one quest that lets you pick from, you know, tanky pants or whatever, and then another quest would be like Healy pants, and then another quest would be like Meiji pants. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then as you got higher, some of that kind of collapsed in. There was really only three groups they sorted it into. So, but but like accessories, it seemed like it was like, oh, here's one 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 quest and you have to pick from seven rings. <laughs> yeah, I got one ring the whole time I leveled up, and so I still had my um my um final coil ring at level 60 until last night when I replaced it with an I-170 piece but it, it was um it was nice the way they they well it, it I'm trying to decide how I feel about them handing us gear like that at at, at the one side it was nice because we didn't have to mess around with buying gear from the auction house, hunting down vendors, waiting for people to craft stuff, paying a million dollars for things. You know, I, I was good with that. But at the same time, I wonder if crafters are upset about it. I haven't even looked at all. The crafters are making money off of me right now when I'm buying <laughs> high quality gathering, you know, level. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they were busy leveling up. I don't think hardcore crafters, they were like we were... They weren't standing around making the Raimi pants of casting. <laughs> they weren't making that rainbow shit. I don't, well, maybe some of them were, but it was just a level up. They weren't, I don't think that was their, I don't think they cry too bad. That and crafting stuff is coming in another patch, isn't it? Yes, that's going to be yeah. the point. I don't remember what was it. Five? Yeah. Okay, here's another question. What about fates? How'd you guys feel about the new fates? Have you noticed anything about them? Um, I found one that had mechanics. <laughs> I had, ahead, I've seen some face that are not pushovers, like the one that murdered me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Overall, the mechanics, some of them are pretty uh, deceptive because sometimes there will be an NPC in the middle of the battle you have to keep alive, and you don't notice he's in that mess unless, unless you just happen to be clicking through. And it's like, oh, I need to keep that guy alive, don't I? <laughs> but everyone else has ignored him. Um, but yeah, every now and then the fates, the, the fates are more, a little, little less straightforward than just kill these mobs. There's plenty of those. Though. There's plenty of those. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, but they don't seem to, they don't seem to be the path to level up because they're, I mean, they are all over the place except the quests give you more. Yeah. I, I think, I think it was neat because like, like Yelta said, there are some that have mechanics and like you mentioned, there's some with NPCs and, and I, I've run into a few, like the first one outside, uh, what is it? Falcon's Nest. 
mm-hmm. first, you know, zone you go into, um, there's one with wolves and there's like a half a dozen guards out there killing wolves and you go out there to help them. But there's a pack of wolves. I mean, and they will eat your face <laughs> if there aren't a group of you out there doing it. You know, I, I've noticed that the the um, the fate mobs have a lot more XP than they used to. And they they hit a lot harder than the old ones did, at least as far as I noticed. Um, I used to be able to, at equal level, pretty much do just about any fate by myself, including, um, like, notorious monster b- boss ones. You know, I, I'd, as a paladin, I was able to, between me and my chocobo, stay alive and kill anything of an equal level. I can't do that now. That's not even a possibility anymore. Um, well, I think with the, I think the fates are buffed up right now though. Well, they're, that's based, true. Yeah. They're buffed based on the number of people in the zone when the, when the fate starts. That's the really, here's what's sad about what that is. I have run into this thing. Okay. After my first character was fifty or was sixty, I decided to take my bard out and get it to just a fifty-one, so I could run to the first dungeon. So I thought I'll go do some fates. Well, I thought I tried to do some fates in the new level fifty-ish zone, you know, and there was no one doing fates. I couldn't do a single fate in the whole zone. So I went back to the Cerulean processing plant. I figured, you know what, there's still people getting up to level 50 here, so there should be a couple people out here. I should be able to do this, right? Oh my god, you can almost not even zone in. It is so overrun with people doing fates. There were people there doing fates from level 41 to level 60. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And it is so fast, and it is so broken right now that... Because they've made them harder in the new zones and because the zones are so populated with people doing quests and, you know, doing the main storyline and leveling their characters that way, no one's doing those fates. So they're going back and doing the easy fates. And I obviously this is not working as intended. And I don't know how they fix that because they still if they're going to keep their fate parties going, you know. There's all these people trying to get their jobs from 30 to 50 beforehand and then the 50 to 60 or 30 to 60. They're still going to need those fate parties. But I don't know. I don't know what the fix is to that, but it's definitely not the way it should be. There were over a dozen parties there the one night that I was there. Over a dozen. There were four of them in the um, in the party finder alone. And they were all like seven out of eight all the time. And you couldn't even hit the mobs. No one was getting XP for the mobs. They were only getting XP for the um, for the beating the fates because no one could get more than one hit on any creature in the zone. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how they fix that. And is it something they need to fix? What do you guys think? They should instance those zones then when it's being like that. Make it the same hardness as the Heavensward zones or something. That's probably a good solution. Yeah. Yeah, they probably weren't. Ex- they probably weren't expecting people to suddenly go right back to Northern Thanaland to do all this stuff. So that's probably that that issue. And I, I and I know the uh, the issue that's that I've heard complaints of when I was doing. I actually did the fake run from forty four to fifty, just on the last day of early access, 
Um, but what I what I ended up seeing was people, at, you know, 51 and higher in there, and they were complaining along the lines of, yeah, it's hard to do fake grinding in um, in the new zones because of the instancing setup, because it actually causes people to not be in the same area. Oh, I didn't think about the instancing. Because, you know, unless you have the ability to fly in that zone, if you're coming in from Ishgar to one of the two new zones, you don't have a choice of what instance you end up with. And if you're in a group set up in Ishgar going out to do fate grinding, it's almost impossible because you get split up across two different instances. So that's one of the reasons. They they need to make it easy for us to change instances, but that would just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I feel I feel like I should be able to switch to the instance my party's in at least. Go to the leader's instance or something. That and I heard that it's a lot faster in Northern Thailand. That's what people are saying. It's faster to clear the fates there versus out out in the uh, the the new stuff because they are actually a lot harder. So people are just doing it for the ease too. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. All right, what else? I just had a thought and it went away. <laughs> <laughs> It's just looking at the new hairstyles and the new furniture and all the stuff from the patch notes and, and you know, trying to see what else I really enjoyed about the... I, I did. I am using the new ponytail. It's kind of cute. It looks fantastic on you. Yes, it does. Yeah, then, then there's the free company crafting, which is, oh my god, that is a murder on resources. Oh, so many. I know. It's like, okay, I need to have, eight, I need to have what, 24... 24, 24, 24 items of, say, cobalt ingots or cobalt joint plays. I'm like, oh my god, how much stuff do I have to mine for this stuff to, to build this ship? Steel ingot? Uh, oh god, yeah, that's oh, true. Man. Is anybody else kind of let down by that whole crafting thing when you progress to the next step? Um, well, I haven't even yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, okay. we, were, we were expecting this this huge, you know, someone's going to have con- take control and it's a cutscene. I'm like, what the heck? I, I expected to push some buttons, but I stood there and watched a thing happen. Yeah, I mean, it was the, a little underwhelming. The lazy person in me was kind of happy, but I, I don't know. I would have liked to have some input on what happened. Well, the, there is one thing I did, did notice and I did read up on. Is that there are two stages for conditions when you're doing the free company crafting. You start off with normal, end up with excellent, and I forget the third stage's name. But each time you do it, it reduces reduces the requirements of the item by one stack, which sort of sort of you have to balance out. You want to try to push for an excellent, the you know the the next higher quality, or just do it. You know, just dump in as much items as you can. So uh, it, it sort of you sort of have that little thing, and uh I mean, this is probably where the crafters are making their money. They're probably looking at, they're looking at, okay, what do these these crafts need, and how much are they going? You know, can we just flood the market with them with a higher price? And, you know, sort of the la- the lazy group will just buy all the materials and put it in. Yeah, we had somebody buy a dark skill, dark steel nugget or ore yeah. today. Those, those are probably like, not wait cheap three anymore. more minutes. Well, it's like wait three minutes. It's about to pop. We had like. Three people out gathering and like three people in crafting and then we'd like get to the next stage and then we'd push do the cutscene and then I'd go back out and gather. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is what they intended. Yeah, there was there was definitely working together involved and uh I, I think we and we can do like three more airships, right? I mean, yeah, we four? can build we yeah. can build three more airships or we can start other projects. 
uh, like the well, some of the projects we can't even do until we get materials out of the exploration. So yeah, I, I guess we could start another airship. <laughs> well, and I think we went Bronco. Didn't we do all Bronco pieces? Yeah, that's the only thing we have available right now because yeah, you actually so. need to ex- send out your first ship to find materials to research the next prototype for the ships. Ah. It's sort of that it's sort of that first ship begins to feed into everything else. I hope our ship doesn't crash. <laughs> I don't, don't want to make another one right now. That, that, that mammoth was driving. I don't know. I, I don't even recall building the mammoth, so I don't know whose mammoth that is. <laughs> as long as it's not that one out of the Goldsmith Guild, I think we'll be okay. Oh my! It didn't talk like that one because that one scares me. <laughs> I am afraid. What well, some of the things you could make were uh, exteriors for the house too. Mm-hmm. I, I'd kind of like to give that a try and just make the glamour one system for the house. Glamour yeah. housing, glamour yep. system. So I think we had access to three. Yeah, we had um, armory. I think like an armors shop, uh, restaurant. I forget the last one. And do those work for all house sizes? Uh, they or must. Are they specific. I, I, they must work for all house size stuff because that doesn't make a sense if it's just for the small. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So, and then there's some ethereal wheel stuff too. But I yeah. think, <laughs> yeah, we're not things. gonna mess with that just yet. Well, we already did. For about 30 <laughs> <seconds>. <laughs> well, you know, there's gonna be a time when we're like, ah, uh, we've got our four airships built. Ah, uh, we already glamoured our house. So then, yeah, that's true. You know, there's. I guess we'll make a thing. <laughs> I guess we'll make a thing. Exactly. I have a question without being spoilerific. Um, three out of four of us have finished the main storyline quest. And Frey, I know you're quite a bit along now, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I am about three. I believe I'm about three fourths of the way through the expansion, at least the main awesome. storyline. Um, I was when when you guys recorded last episode, I think I had just started Ish, like the Ishgard storyline because uh, that was like last week. That's yeah, right. I've I've caught up quite a bit. How are you guys feeling about it in general terms? I loved it. Yeah, it's been a good experience start to finish. Kind of an emotional ride in some of those areas, mm-hmm. but I'm just generally positive about the whole start to finish. It's it's been a it's been a good ride. I've enjoyed most of the, I've enjoyed most of the expansion so far. There has been the moment of face palming of wait a second, I'm working for what group and they're asking me to do what again? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Yelta, being storyline quest? Oh, I, I, I generally enjoyed it. I like the fact that uh, it all, it, it was kind of a, it was a pretty good Final Fantasy story, too. Uh, I had some throwbacks to earlier Final Fantasy games, and that's not just the story. Some of the zones had mobs from previous games, so, you know, <laughs> some some that were super nostalgic. There's, there's uh, entire areas and characters that are like, total throwbacks and it's, oh, yeah. it's awesome and fun the story itself i thought it progressed nicely i thought it was satisfying there were a couple times where like oh man that just happened and uh, a couple times it made me cry and not always because i was sad so no i thought it was good how about you i you said pretty much everything <laughs> i was going to say for sure no i loved i loved they played a lot with a couple of my favorite types of final fantasy creatures and they they um <laughs> i loved all the throwbacks to other games i loved running out in a field and seeing something 
completely iconic from Eleven. You know, in your first zone in Eleven, you run outside and there's these things. You know, you you, you run into things from. So they're they've gone from Final Fantasy one all the way up then they've got you know little bits of all of them in there and i'm so happy they did that i really am and that all of that aside i did i really enjoyed the storyline i thought it made sense i thought it was fun i thought it was interesting and it was as you mentioned all of the references aside to other games it was a very final fantasy-ish storyline you know it sort of fit into what they usually do with their quests and stories now, and stuff. We, we still have to break up a wedding, I think. What else? <laughs> we have to... Uh, there's, there's there's Final Fantasy themes we haven't done yet. Well, and that said, the, the throwbacks to other games, I also don't feel like any of them were overly forced or shoehorned into the story. No, None was... of them felt like, oh, well, you know, it wasn't like the lightning fate where it's like, oh, there's lightning. You know? <laughs> no, it was organic and it felt like it was meant to be there probable in this universe yeah it it it, it wasn't just fan service it was actually i mean it totally was fan service but at the same time it wasn't it was actually made sense for it to be in this world yeah no for sure um i will say i did enjoy um they did tie it into they didn't just abandon the other three nations. We saw a little bit of the other three nations as well without going into any depth there. Um, so I'm glad that they didn't just abandon everything old and only concentrate on the new. And uh, we're not done yet. We are absolutely not done. <laughs> I yeah, really no, get that there's... feeling. We're, we're totally not done yet. No, for sure. And yeah, they they made sure we knew that was coming, uh, that, that, that there's more to come. And they, they set it up kind of nicely, I thought. But yeah, I... Um, I'm happy with the main storyline. I did feel like a couple things were cop-outs, and I can't really talk about that today. But when we get to a spoiler <laughs> episode, we're definitely going to throw down on a couple things on the main storyline quest. But for the most part, I was highly satisfied. All right. I think, um, let's, sh should we do like a last thoughts? Want to go down and do a last thoughts, or do you have anything else particular you want to talk about? I was just wondering if anyone had any comments about, well, I know like um, Frey talked a little about the astrologian mm -hmm. job. Um, how do you feel about the storyline for that so far? Oh, that one is a bit of a roller coaster because it's for for up until level 50s, every five levels. After that, it's every two levels. So the story, it just picks up and keeps going. And I, I'm. It's a little. There's a. There's still a bit of mystery about the class. It's uh, or, or the storyline itself that I'm actually looking forward to seeing how that resolves. But it's also that whole thing of because it plays into this into the into the theme of what Ishgard is. You know how closed it is, and you know how how corrupt it can be. So it's actually kind of interesting to see that. Okay. How about Machinist Radiant? Um, Machinist was kind of like this comedy meets underdog type story um it wasn't my favorite of the different classes that i've leveled up but i did enjoy it um yeah i mean it was pretty good it wasn't a whole lot going on okay um how was black mage quest yelta uh it was honestly not the best story ever i didn't think <laughs> <laughs> I, was, yeah i was, I was like ooh. Forbidden magics. 
<gasps> yeah. It was not, I wasn't let down, but it was not, I keep hearing about, oh my God, you know, the, you know, Dark Knight storyline is awesome. And I keep hearing, you know, other storylines are like, oh my God, the storyline kicks ass. And I just was like, oh, the blacks or the blacksmith, the, the black mage quest was okay. I like the botanist storyline better. Yeah. The botanist storyline was pretty good. <laughs> I, my paladin one was so severely underwhelming i was just sad i was just sad it was well just... the paladin was kind of hamstring by the situations of uh the previous patch isn't it well not no? necessarily i mean no it was very i can tell you a little bit without giving too much away the level 50 basically you're going and looking for clues to help this new paladin guy and it just now I can't talk about it, but it's it just it's so there's nothing to it. It's like, okay, so what? You get to the end and go, yeah, so what? It, it was and I am so into storyline and I so enjoy lore and I so enjoy being a paladin. So I was really I was quite a bit let down there. But on the other side of that, I am so thrilled and adoring of my new paladin abilities that I don't give a shit about the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy with everything they gave me that and they couldn't have done anything to paladin to make me happier than taking a couple abilities off the global cooldown. You know, that's the only thing on earth they could do to make my job better right now. I, I love it and I love everything they did. I, I'm loving every black mage ability. The, uh, <laughs> they're, it took me. I haven't read any guides or anything because I was really on a media blackout. I didn't mm -hmm. want to, you know, know anything. But uh, the five new abilities they give to you, and and I'm starting to figure out how really you maximize your DPS by keeping, you know, certain buffs up and stuff. And I I like it. I, I think you can kind of ignore how they all work together and face roll your way through most content. But I think that really good black mages and not me. But really good black mages are going to really be able to push those buttons good and really excel at their class or their job. I think it's awesome. All right, so final thoughts on Heaven's Word. I'm going to start with Radiant. Get any final thoughts overall about how Heaven's Word went or what you're hoping they do next? It's really good, and I want more. Just, just more, please. <laughs> I want some more. <laughs> I would like another. Please, Yoshida, I want some more. <laughs> How about you, Frey? Any last thoughts? Uh, I'm really enjoying the uh, expansion so far. I really hope they do more in the Turning Mist, considering that that the whole storyline when you hit that point, it it you, there's quite a quite a few interesting NPCs you'll meet along the way there, and there's quite a lot that you know they can build off in that location. How about you, Kariri? I love it all, and I thought I'd be burnt out with the amount I played. I really did. I thought I'd be totally burnt out and want to be done with it for a while and just go do something else no i'm 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 so in they 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 had me they had me from heaven's word they really did it was beautiful and awesome and the storyline was great and i couldn't be happier how about you sis i i pretty much love everything that i've done and i put in a lot of time in this last week i still don't have everything done i wanted to have done honestly before i went back to work but at the same time I'm also looking forward to, you know, Frey talked about other, you know, content and like 
different you know zones uh, we still don't have we're getting our beastmen dailies we're you know there's still a lot to come and i know we're we're all real excited for uh alexander to come out so Ooh. i guess yeah i'm i'm like just trying to get ready for alexander and i just thought it was a super it was worth my 50 bucks or well what did i buy it was worth my whatever the collector's edition cost <laughs> all right that said i think it's closing time you don't have to go home but you can't stay here you can find us on Twitter at GTFFXIV, email us at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. Our recordings can be found on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash GTFFXIV. And you can search on iTunes for us at Gather Together or GTFFXIV. Any plugs? I'm going to start with Frey. I'm on Twitter at FreyCasul, F-R-E-I-C-A-S-U-L-L. And I can my blog is on LunarShards.com. How about you, Radiant? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Radiant Asada, R-A-D-I-A-N-T-A-S-A-D-A, and you can find me in-game as Radiant Asada. But he doesn't check his Twitter stuff. So. I was going to say, do you use <laughs> Twitter, bro? Uh, I need lessons. I do not know how to Twitter. <laughs> All right, Kariri, I am at Kariri Sumasu, K-A-R-I-R-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. You can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y E L T A S U M A S U. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye bye.